Slight apologies for the audio in this video. Uh, I just recorded and realized that uh, there is a weird fan noise in the background. So apologies. It's still a great episode. Watch it if you can stand the slight fan. And thank you so much. just kidding you can't this is a podcast come on if you really want to see it you can look on my instagram at a stroke of serendipity linked below shameless plug in the beginning of the episode god damn it i'm on a roll um and in all seriousness i dyed my hair i've never dyed it before and this is the first big change to my appearance i've ever really done or i've done since chopping a bunch of my hair off and this is your sign to dye your hair if you've never done it before if you're debating on anything right now, you know, whether that be writing a book, traveling the world, starting a business, this is your sign to do it. Because, you know, as much as I've harped on change in the past and, like, talked about it, like, change is awesome, you know? And change, it's, it's great, you know? And, you know, we've talked about taking the leap. We've talked about asking the good questions. We've talked about speeding up and slowing down. And now, let's talk about actually doing the thing. For those of you who know me, you know that I love learning new things. So I'll talk about 30-day challenges briefly because I'm pretty sure I've touched on them in another episode, but those originated from thinking about how I'm thinking. So I used to go on walks, as most of you know. I used to go on walks two or three hours a day and just talk to myself. And whether that be like stuff that was happening in the day or something I just recently learned about, I was just thinking about it and I was listening to podcasts and basically exploring my mindsets around that. And I would do that for days at a time. Uh, a lot of the time I would go on walks and the next day I would think about the same exact things to see if something had changed. And that was like a pretty like crucial part of how I started to grow and how I started to love challenges and like love challenging myself. And then through that, I started the Knowledge Society and I started doing challenges. And those challenges weren't 30-day challenges. A lot of the time they were like challenges that consisted of a bunch of different projects, whether that be like 36-hour hackathons or month-long uh, problems that we needed to solve um, and pitch for. And so a combination of you know learning about these challenges through TAS and starting to walk and talk to myself for hours at a time, and then eventually through TKS, learning a bunch of new mindsets, it really was something that catapulted me into really wanting to challenge myself. And then I started watching people like Matt Devella and Nathaniel Drew and Thomas Frank. And if you really like stuff like this, you should definitely go check them out. They're amazing and their filmography is just amazing, you know. Um, but in terms of 30-day challenges, I started them on my own when I originally wanted to learn something new, which was music production. And so I started it with, okay, I'm going to get the software and I'm going to make a beat every day for 30 days. And a lot of people don't know that that's what I started with. And I don't really make music anymore, but the real key thing here is that I learned how and I could if I wanted to, and I enjoyed it, you know? And I wouldn't have ever known that if I didn't really like embark on it. So it's no secret that I love change and that I love doing new things, but what about when I'm 
in the midst of doing it. You know, what questions are running through my head? How do I deal with backing out or thoughts of regret? How do I cope when something doesn't work out how it's supposed to? All that and more on this episode of You're Not Special because you're not special. You thought I'd forget, didn't you? Well, you almost got me because I almost did forget, so <laughs> my bad. Um, so, you know what? Let's start by talking about when you're in the midst of climbing that mountain of change by describing an actual mountain climb. So, let's say you're hiking the largest mountain in your state. For me, it would be Mount Charleston. Crazy mileage and elevation, uh, pretty hard, gonna take a long time, you have to prep for it, but you're gonna do it no matter what. And let's say you start, and it's really tough. You are breathing the heaviest you've ever breathed, 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 right? You're, You're breathing so heavy, and you don't want to go any further, and your knees and legs are starting to clam up, and like you're sweating, and now the sun is beaming on you, so it's hot. Your body and everything is basically just saying, like screaming at you to stop this hike. So what happens now? Before you even start the hike, you need to understand that bad things can and will happen. The sooner you accept that and whatever you do, you know, whether that be a job or hobby or, you know, even big life things like getting married, having kids, bad things are going to occur and it makes it easier to deal with them if you kind of like map out, oh, like this could definitely happen. If you go into a mountain hike with the assumption that things are going to go wrong, you are better prepared for failure or delay. You know, you don't go into a job interview thinking you'll get all the right questions asked to you and you'll know all the answers, right? What have you gone into an interview saying, oh, like, I've got this, like, I've, I've probably studied enough, like, it's fine, and had it worked out for you? Not very many times, you know. You go into a job interview thinking they'll ask curveballs. They'll ask you questions about your mom's first childhood pet that's a requirement that you never heard of. There will be things that you've never heard of that are key to the company's success. And you definitely don't know everything there is to know about one single company or one single avenue, right? But what do you do? You know, to prepare for that, you study extra hard, you make sure that you're prepared for every contingency and question that they throw at you, and only then will you really show them that you deserve the job and will actually succeed. There's a ton of feelings of regret during those moments when you first start something and run into problems. I've had those more times than I can count, and you start something and something goes wrong, and you're immediately either down on yourself or trying to find something or someone else to blame. I know that for a long time in my life, I was always trying to blame something on someone uh, and it was never my fault, you know, I, I had a really hard time taking accountability for the things that I had done, and that's kind of what leads me to the second step of this process, which is just to keep going. Thank you for listening. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> it can't be as simple as just keeping going, you know, there there's steps that, there's steps even to that that you have to navigate. So, basically, when you are discussing, like, a worst-case scenario, Imagine what that worst scenario say oh my god. Imagine what that worst case scenario is and imagine that it's actually ten times worse. You know, obviously there are exceptions, but if you imagine that let's use a mountain example again, when you go down, a lion, a mountain lion is actually going to come out of nowhere and attack you if you turn back now. You're suddenly a lot more hesitant to turn back, you know. That's something that I kind of try and learn uh, and, and use in a lot of the things that I have embarked on in the past few months, you know, it's thinking about like, oh, I want to start this company. What are the downsides if I do? And then also what are the downsides if those things fail and other things fail? What is the absolute worst case scenario? And multiply by 10. Like for me, it was, okay, how about I start a company 
and apply for this fellowship. Best case scenario is I get into the fellowship, don't have to go to college, and can work on my startup. Worst case scenario is I fail, and then I can't have enough money to sustain myself, so I move back in with my parents, and then I have to go to college, and then I'm in debt, and then I hate what I'm doing, and then I get a degree in something that I don't like, and then I am just so... I, I don't love myself anymore, like, I'm not dedicating anything to myself. You see how this can, like, become a slow, like, a very fast-moving slope, you know? Um, and so, you know, that's, that's definitely something that you can use to navigate those times where you want to keep going. You really deeply want to, you know? And then it's also nice to think about, like, how good you'll feel afterwards, you know? There's nothing like the feeling that you get when you're at the top of that mountain, when you persisted through the miles and miles of switchbacks and pitfalls, and that thinking is pretty hard in the moment, you know, like, it's pretty hard when your your knees are just seizing up and you're sore and sunburned and, you know, you still have a couple miles left of the hike. It's pretty hard to think about, like, how good you'll feel after um, in the moment. But it definitely gets easier as you learn to think more positively. Um, and so when you've gotten to a point when you're going to keep going and push through the tough moments things still won't work out the right way and that's where learning how to cope comes in so that's kind of like the third big like step so let's say you're on the mountain and you're climbing and all of a sudden you've realized that you went the wrong way for the last mile and have to turn back and go the other way so this is a point where a lot of people would quit and just say okay i'm i'm gonna go back down the mountain like this wasn't worth it like i still have a couple miles left and i just added more time like there's no point in doing this and honestly, if something like that happened to me, I'd be tempted myself. <laughs> like, we're definitely not perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. But there's something you have to consider when you approach this thing in terms of, like, coping. You know, it goes back to positive thinking. The optimistic mindset that creates that unstoppable feeling of satisfaction when you finish something is something that you have to cultivate. So, like, think about the alternatives. Well, I could have gone a completely different way and added an extra hour instead of half an hour, or I could have realized I went the wrong way two or four miles in instead of one. So there's always like things that will happen, you know, and like coping with that is probably one of the biggest ones that you'll have to kind of tweak to your own personality and tweak to how you handle situations. And so just to recap, the first step of this process is understanding that bad things will happen. The second step is deciding to keep going in spite of that. And the third is understanding that when they happen, it could always be worse. You know, that's something adults tell us all the time. And I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit. You know, when you become an adult, you're all of a sudden thrust into a new world, right? And our parents and stuff, you know, they probably said something to you like, you know, like, why don't you finish your food? Like a child in Africa could be eating that or something along those lines. And it's really hard to internalize that as a child that isn't just, like, hungry anymore, you know, and a child doesn't have the concept of people in other worlds, other lives, other consciousnesses, you know, we have to learn how to cope with our problems in different different ways, one of which being the fact that it could always be worse in the grand scheme of things, and that's something where I feel like you don't really understand what your parents are telling you along those lines until you actually become an adult, and you have to do the things that adults, like, basically need to do <laughs> and you know I've, I've been going through the tax stuff recently and I don't know how people do it I'll be honest like it is so annoying <laughs> um but yeah I mean my whole thing is like you're not special 
and I use this mentality to get through hard things like climbing a mountain but you don't really necessarily want to use it all the time you know it's more like a reality check kind of thing like if you thought about like oh like applying the you're not special mentality in terms of like a negative pursuit right you're climbing this mountain you go the wrong way you're stuck whatever something bad happens and you think like damn it I'm not special I can't finish this like I'm just like every other person that hasn't climbed this mountain like why does it matter? And then you go back down. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about using it in an optimistic point of view, you know? So again, that is also very hard for people to do. That's hard for me to do sometimes, but I think it's an important thing to understand and try to cultivate, you know? So like, instead of saying stuff like that, it'd be, it'd be something along the lines of, oh, like, I'm not special, you know? There's other people that could be doing this. Like, I, I feel like I can definitely do this because it's just me and there's no one else that is really stopping me, you know, like it's just a me against me thing. I think that's something that I struggle with a lot is just realizing that the world isn't against me, you know, like there's things that happen where I'll think about it and I'm like, damn, like why, why me, you know, and I feel like that's, that's pretty, that's pretty valid, you know, to think it's, it's a, it's, we don't want to confront ourselves we don't want to confront our own beliefs because that that is uncomfortable when you first start doing it and now I feel like I can sit here and say like yeah when I was 16 like I had weird beliefs and I don't even know if I could recall them right now like I because I feel like I dismantled them so much but like one of them was just the fact that I genuinely thought that I was better and that I deserved more than other people and relearning how to be a decent human being is not uh, it's, it's not easy, you know, it took months and months of me talking to myself and realizing, like, oh, shit, like, I actually suck, like, I need to change this, and, you know, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to kind of think about, um, and I just wanted to elaborate on it, you know, something that I've been thinking about, I kind of wrote this, actually, when I was getting my hair done, um, so it's a little, little glimpse, you know, um, into my life a little bit, and, what I force myself to do while trying to relax. Um, but, you know, I I do truly believe that the whole mantra of you're not special works. And especially when you're going into adulthood and you're trying to figure yourself out, it makes a lot more sense for you to think in terms of, okay, like, what can I tell myself that makes me different rather than saying, like, oh, like, everyone else should consider me different because of this, this, and this. Because, you know... A lot of the time, the things that you grow up with and go into adulthood with are not going to be with you in the next year. They're not going to be with you in the next month even, you know. We are changing so rapidly and it's unfair for us to basically like put ourselves in this box of, oh, like, this is just how I've always been perceived and this is how people should perceive me. And, you know, it just, it doesn't make sense that way. And I hope that more people, you know, whether they're in college, whether they're in middle school, high school, whatever, um, get that same level of satisfaction from doing hard things and trying new things. And I guess I'll like end off with my hair story. When I was in New York, I tried this filter on TikTok, right? And I tried it with my friend Jesse and it was like really cool. Like it was like a dark auburn color and she was trying it on herself first. And then she tried it on me and she was like, oh my gosh, you look actually really good. And so I kind of forgot about it. But I had thought about it, like, in the day after I saw that filter, and I was like, you know, I mean, why, why, why 
why wouldn't I dye my hair? You know, like, why not? And then I forgot about it. And then I came back here and she actually came back to visit me. And she was like, girl, like, you got to do it. Like, it's going to look so good. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. Because, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, like, episode, if you're thinking about doing something and if you really want to do something, just try it. You know, at the end of the day, like, I, I actually saw a video or, like, listened to a podcast or something where they were saying, oh, like, if you're thinking about dyeing your hair, just do it. Like, it's just hair. And I think that that's an interesting way to look at life. Like, I think just, like, yeah, it's just life, you know. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I have to think on it a little bit more. But just in terms of the things that you're doing and the actual things that you want to do that might not be like necessary but just things that like you genuinely are passionate about or want to continue I think it's interesting to think of that in terms of just like why not you know why not do it you're not special nothing's stopping you you know and you know hopefully this me rambling I feel like I just rambled for the last 16 minutes but hopefully me rambling gave you some insight or gave you some inspiration to go forth and and you know go and do whatever you want, climb your own mountain, and yeah, so I wanted to thank you all so much for listening, um, I think a couple episodes back, I said thank you for watching, and realized that after it was posted, uh, I was like, wait, they literally can't do that, (laughs) you're not filming, uh, but, shameless plug again, you can watch me say that, and watch much more of my content on my YouTube channel, Little Bird Diaries, Everything is linked in the description of this podcast episode below, and I recently did some videos on your inner child, reflection, and insanity, which you might not see uh, any correlation there, but it is what it is, you know, and those will be up very soon, and let's just end off with a good deep breath and a nice little, you're not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya.